What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Recruiting Animal here on February 14th, 2018. And today I want to tell you about something I hate, that I hate. I've been watching a lot of old movies on YouTube, and when these guys in suits come into the office in the morning in the 1940s, you know, they're all very polite. They say hello to the secretaries and the doormen. And they call these people by their first names. But here's the thing. The secretaries and the security guard, they got to call these men in suits Mr. This and Mr. That. And you know what? I watched some current TV shows as well on Netflix. And you see the same thing there. Mr. Jones comes in and says, hi, Bill to the security guard, but the security guard has to say, good morning, Mr. Jones, good morning, Mr. Jones, and why is that? These guys have to show everyone, the guys in the suits, that they're more important than everybody else. They're more important than their underlings. And you know what? I bet they'd fire someone who didn't go along with this game because for lots of people, having a prop for your ego is a very important thing. But I can tell you one place where you're just what you really are without any pretensions. We will strip you bare on Jerry. Jerry! Ocho is there! The recruiting animal Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. Yeah. 
That's that your is that on your bucket list, Jerry, coming out of a coma? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. Okay. I, I don't Look, mess with that before, at all in any way. It's not a game we, animal. Be, right, not a game. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm joking around again. Okay, terrible. Okay. I want to thank my sponsors before we get going. Martin Snyder, the boss at PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. It does everything. Nintran. The COO of Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the super duper sourcing tool. More about that later. And Nick Livingston, the CEO of Honeit, H O N E I T, the online interview technology. And I want to remember, remind everybody that Chris Russell, my good friend, wants you to know that if you don't like the Animal Show, you can find better HR and recruiting podcasts at hrpodcasters.com, okay? And now to our guest all the way from Sydney, Australia, Merrickville to be exact, what's his name? Mark Mansour, are you there? Yeah, g'day, mate. All the way here from sunny Sydney in 2204, you've got your good buddy, Mark Mansour. How you going, mate? Yeah, <laughs> man, great. Yeah. Great. Love hey, it. hey Love I it. hear you. <laughs> I, this guy likes to sing. Did you bring a song? Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. No, mate. No songs, no songs this morning, guys. It's 3, no, it's 4 a.m. here in Sydney. So uh, yeah, yeah. my wife might Yeah, don't complain. I didn't tell you to come on. You said you wanted to come on, okay? Don't cry to me about it being 4 o'clock there. Too bad. I won't screenshot yeah, those begging emails from you, mate. Take it easy. Okay. Take it easy. But it's it's Valentine's Day. It's, does anybody have a song for Valentine's Day? Now, I've got uh, Help Me Make It Through the Night. Anybody got something better? Nope. Take the ribbon. You know this one, Mark? Take the ribbon from your hair. Do you know that? Shake um, it loose. Do not- you and want to definitely show your age, or I'm showing mine. <laughs> Nobody wants to sing. You guys are bad. Okay, here's his Twitter. Everybody who wants to make fun of him and stuff, it's Mark. M-A-R-K-M-A-N-S-O-U-R-0-1. I hate all those nu- numerical things, but it's like Mark Man. Mark Man Sour. Why is that on there? Mark Sour. Apparently there's another one. Um, yeah, there's a few more. If you're zero one, I mean, if yeah, it was yeah. zero two, then I'd think, huh, maybe there's another one. But zero one? Yeah. That tells me you're <laughs> yeah. the first one. I am one. number one, mate. I am number one. All right. So, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's number you're not zero. number one with that, with that Twitter name. <laughs> with that Twitter name, we know you're not number one, okay? Look, you work. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you. You work. You work for a company that places contract programmers. Is that right, yes or no? Uh, that's probably a very loose explanation. If my CEO heard it, he'd probably backhand you. Uh, well, give me a, uh, do it fast. Give me a, correct me, okay? I, I read your no, stuff. So, I couldn't uh, tell. No worries. So I'm working for a 10-year-old data analytics consultancy. So ultimately we uh, hire... On IQ, so we hire intelligent people, and we train them on the EQ side of things. So we want what? consultants. Does anybody understand what he's saying? At least you understood me. I'll read you what his stuff said. Mark Mansour is a talent acquisition and sourcing expert across cloud, 
DevOps, security, and development. For the time being, that's all it's going to be. Look, i got a question for you. Let's get going. If a candidate has to go to the washroom during an interview, is that a problem? No, man. Not at all. Uh, they got to go. you got to go. you got to go. Hold um, on. I, hold on. Doesn't it mean... Doesn't it mean that the candidate doesn't think ahead and prepare properly? Come on. Go to the washroom before you go to the interview. Mate, <laughs> interviews are in, – I guess it depends on what kind of interview you're running. Honestly, I think, that's, I think we're looking – recruiters these days are always looking for reasons to knock people out of the process. If someone needs to go to the bathroom for a minute – uh, they're like, yeah, cool, no worries. If you have to go, you have to go. Now, if they disappeared for 20 minutes, I'd be a little bit more concerned, right? Yeah. But, uh, if you're taking a magazine the... in there with you <laughs> and a cup of coffee, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not good. Yeah, mate. Anybody you know else? I, I, I say, Anybody else? I've had some else? funny experiences okay, in the past. Wait, Animal, you want to hear this, mate? Lenient. The best experience I've ever had, the best ex- or the best story I've got for you is a candidate had gone through and interviewed at one of the largest publishing houses here in uh, in Sydney, and was that nervous? He's chundered into a rubbish bin in the interview in front of a CIO and a senior, another senior manager. What did he do? Did he get the chundered. job? Chundered into the rubbish bin, you say? <laughs> Oh, my God. What does that mean? What does that mean? He threw up? Sorry. Yes, yes, he threw up. Okay. Did he get the he job? No, right. no, he didn't, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, but, but was, uh, getting the feedback from the manager is probably one of the funniest experiences ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, they just allowed him to go to the washroom and uh, clean himself up a little bit. And they're like, okay, you're all right. Do you need water? Do you need anything? They had some high hopes. And, uh, you know, um, he was one of these candidates on paper. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Ted, following up on Michael G. Cox's, <laughs> did they rule him out because he threw up because he wasn't a good candidate? Which was which was it? He was not technically where he, his CV status okay. was. Okay, Absolutely. so th- th- here's a question. I've, I don't think I've ever asked this before. Onboarding, do you participate in that? And I'm, gonna, I'm asking for a yep. special reason. First of all, I watched Adam W. Gordon had a, a long show about that yesterday, which was very good. And you, on your Twitter profile, Talene Pitaway says, Mark guided me through what can be an uncomfortable, job-changing experience with ease. And I wondered, what, is, what does that mean? Was that an onboarding thing? Did you make sure she had a desk and she met everybody in the team and, and in the boss? What does it mean? Are you an onboarding kind uh, of guy? Mate, I, I see that a lot of recruiters see what they do as just taking someone to the door. Right, so they'll identify someone and then leave them at the door. From my end, I think you know we're responsible, or TA professionals, we're responsible uh, for an individual up until six months, up until they pass probation. So you know, with my buddy T Bone, with Colleen, she um, was bloody awesome. She's uh, a young tech professional who was part of a new uh, division that we'd established, and she was core to that. Um, so she had a fair few questions, and uh, I was there to help her out. And from a starting perspective, yeah, it was setting up the desks and making Did sure that anything uh, everything was organized. You talked for five minutes already. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get an answer. Okay, now you're finally getting around to it. You made sure she had a desk. What, what did you do? 
Yeah, mate. Desks, paraphernalia, um, all that jazz. But I, I think it's the experience, mate. The paraphernalia, I'm right up there, eh? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Elaborate. California, Denver. Companies generally do the onboarding. I mean, sourcers and recruiters don't do that. Well, my, you uh, mean I we can follow up a couple of weeks later and see how they're doing, and if you know if there's any issues. Well, Kathy, here's the problem. Animal didn't let Mark explain <clears throat> what kind of work he does. We don't even know is this guy a direct placement guy, contracts, what? So we've moved right on into. Do you help people go to the bathroom? <laughs> why, why don't you let Mark tell us a little bit about what he does? Because you know why? Well, I picture his sport. daily work. I gave him a animal? chance. The guys I'll, in Australia, I, I want to learn something here. Okay, I'll tell you why, Jerry. Uh, uh, so let let me jump in, guys. Yeah. I, I, I source. I place. I, I, I work for a corporate business uh, in the tech space. So okay, what do you mean I a corporate business? Not so a recruiting I'll, I'll agency? I work for, no, no, no. I work for a consultancy, so it's an internal recruitment role. I head up the team. Uh, I've got a team of four people that uh, are working for me, and I set the strategy, and I get involved in 360 recruitment. I liaise with agencies as well. Um, I set up. So you are hiring for your company then, not placing Correct. them at other companies. I'm not a recruitment agency. Correct. Okay, Animal, are you an thanks, for, thanks for nothing. Because Are you an in-house contractor? Now we know what this, who, who this guy is. He's an internal guy. In-house, yes. So, of course, he's going to do onboarding. Yeah. <laughs> he's hiring these people. But to leave it to you, we would have pictured this guy going to his customer's site, helping yeah. get involved, setting up paraphernalia on their desk when he's yeah, not animal. even an agent. That, what a yeah, crappy job host in this show. And I'm about sick Fooey. of it. Come on. <laughs> Look, Seriously, if, he would have told, if he would have said, if he would have said, I work for a consulting firm. Stop uh, playing the blame game, firm. animal. Okay, I'm blaming an animal. You also, this show let, was let totally set off on the wrong footing. Hey, I you were no, let's, let's move on. Right? Come on. Oh. Let me move on. Okay. Another, <laughs> yeah. another comment. Yeah, if I were you, I'd be he's moving on com- real quick. He's got a comment from Francois Bambuck, okay? He said, Mark huh? made yeah. me feel comfort Mark made me feel comfortable at the interview straight away. Does that mean you've got really good rapport building skills? What, what did you do to make him feel comfortable? Uh, so I think again, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a roundabout, right? Um, my approach to interviewing is to get the best out of the candidates. Now, if I'm running a CIA, a CIA interrogation-style interview, I'm not doing the best thing by my candidates. So my aim is to make people feel as relaxed as possible. I want to get them feeling as calm, as nerve-free as possible. So I'll have a chat to them. I want to know about the individual first so that they're calm because if they talk about themselves, no one knows them better than them. So talk to me about yourself. I want to know what you're doing outside of work before we jump into, you know, the the 101s about what the role is and what we're doing and how you'd approach certain situations. Uh, so that's what I do. I have a chat. I treat them as a human being. You know, let's let's get on as mates first. I want to understand you at a human level, and then from there we can approach how you're going to be from a corporate, from a business, from a day-to-day perspective. Okay. What's your first question then? You see, you want to know what he does outside of work. Well, how do you broach that? 
Um, it starts from when we shake hands and say hello. So uh, the walking to the interview room is probably the most important part of the interview. And, uh, you know, there's stats out there that say that's more important than the actual interview itself. Um, so it's just, uh-huh. it starts off, you know, so we, depending on the individual, hey, mate, how's your day? What's, the, what's going on? Right? Um, you know, I'll give you an example. Today, weather here in Sydney hit 41 degrees Celsius, right? It's a bloody hot day, probably about 90 degrees, uh, so 90% humidity. And everyone always talks the weather because it's bloody hot um, and we're in summer, so it's what happens. But, you know, you've been going to the beach. What did you do over the Christmas break? What did you get up to, Right? I want to know you. Let's connect. What have you been getting up to outside of work? All right, outside of interviewing for jobs. What else are you doing? Tell me, what are your interests? What are you passionate about? That's really? Question, that right? isn't, that, isn't that invasive? Isn't that intrusive? You, I'm coming for a job. I'm not coming to make you my friend, okay? I don't want you asking me about everything I do in my life necessarily. Does anybody agree yeah, with me? If, I, if, if, if I'm going to be working with you 40 hours a week, if I'm going to work spending the majority of my time with you, right, I need to know what you're into and what kind of human being you are. If you're an absolute tool, then I don't really want my people working with you. right? That's that culture fit piece, isn't it? Right? Is it? I don't know. Whether he'd be a good fit for the company culture, and he's also making the candidate feel at ease. I, I don't see the problem. Uh-huh. I know how okay. terrible animal. I'm a terrible person, mate. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't say something <laughs> I, I don't like Bambuck. You don't say that's a funny name. <laughs> you don't say Bambuck. That's a funny name because that's what occurred to me the first thing. Bambuck. That's a funny name, but you don't say that, right? That's too friendly. Okay. So. Okay. You're <laughs> that's not friendly. That's being a dick. Do you want to lose uh-huh. people? How to lose friends can alienate people the animal way. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is what this is what he was, lists as his tough. special. Okay. Here's his special skills. Actually, I'm going to read them. I'm going to do an ad early this time, and uh, but he can think about it while I'm doing the ad. He, he, Mark, this is what he says about himself. I, Mark Mansour brings an engineering mindset to recruiting, breaking the recruitment process in order to rebuild it with the candidate experience at its core. Let me say it again, okay, because it's hard to grasp. He brings an engineering mindset, whatever that means, to recruiting, breaking the recruitment process in order to rebuild it with the candidate experience at its core. I'll be back in a minute for you to answer that question, Mark. Think about it for a minute. Hi, everybody. I'm going to do an ad. You're leaving? Hi, everybody. Send it to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everybody. Recruiting animal here for PC Recruiter. You know, Martin Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, he's the boss over at PC Recruiter. And you know what he says? He says, I love things that are user-friendly, and I love things that are intuitive. But look, pal, if it's too user-friendly, it could mean that something is missing. If you simplify too much, you can oversimplify. That's a danger. You know what I'm saying? So PC Recruiter doesn't do that. They don't oversimplify their recruiting software because they don't want to leave important things out. Instead, they make their software configurable. That means you set it up 
to suit your specific needs. If you want it simple, you make it simple. If you want all kinds of features, that's up to you. And if you need help doing that to set it up that way, they'll give it to you. Every guest who's been on this show who uses PC Recruiter says the service is great. You know why? Because it doesn't matter if you're a solo operator or a member of a big recruiting team at a big, big company. PC Recruiter loves you, and they want to take care of you. That's why they make software that you can customize yourself, and they help you do it. Okay, so check them out at PCRecruiter.net. Back to Mark Mansour over in Sydney. Got an answer to explain what you mean by your, you know, flowery self-introduction? It does sound lovely, though, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so I was a techo many, many years ago. I grew up as a fat, little, nerdy kid. Um, not much has changed, probably a little bit less nerdy, but um, I guess having been a techo, I think about what recruitment really is like, and I guess from an emotional perspective, I use my own experiences having searched for roles um, to shape the candidate experience. So I think about what techos like, what techos hate, um, and use that in my process. So... You know, I try to streamline things. And from a candidate experience perspective, I'm talking about you know rapid feedback. Um, if people are applying for roles, getting back to them within 72 hours. So I'm setting the expectation, setting a team-based KPI that we're getting back to people throughout the process. We're providing comprehensive uh-huh. What's feedback. What's all this crap though about breaking the recruitment process in order to rebuild it? I don't hear that in your answer. That's just fluff, right? Well, listen, is, is recruitment broken, Animal? No, I don't broken? think so. I don't well, think so, no. Anybody, anybody else? I don't well, think it's broken. Uh, ask okay, let's... Ingrid at Talent Savant. Ask <laughs> <laughs> okay. her. I mean, she would okay. know. She's the authority. I got, I got a question for you. What if you got a candidate who's been out for the interview with you guys, okay, and the comp- mm-hmm. your company really likes them, he likes them. Then all of a sudden he tells you that another recruiter called him about another job, and he went to the company. The job is, you know, a little more senior, and they want to pay him considerably more money. What do you do? Well, that's a very, very specific question, isn't it? Um, Has it ever happened? Has it ever happened? Well, mate, it happens uh, all the time. It hasn't happened where I am at the moment. Right, so I'm fortunate the business that I work for uh, has an impressive L&D program, learning and development, and comprehensive technical training. So you know people are going to come and join our business with very broad skills, and then they've got the opportunity to train in a variety of different technologies. So we continue to build the individual. So when a technologist hears that a business is actually going to invest in them, they are super bloody happy uh, because our expenditure in our employees. So hold on. Let me cut you short. Let me cut you short. Let me cut you short. You're saying it happens, but really it doesn't really happen because your company offers so much that you can just outpower the other offer, okay? You're never really challenged. Is that what you're saying? Because, I mean, I don't want to hear an advertisement for your company. You're not here to advertise your company. <laughs> we don't care about your company, okay? We're in North America. That's cool, man. Yes, yes, you are, okay. aren't you? Um, okay. No, but so, yes, I, I agree with what you said. So you don't have an answer to that question, right? Let me move on. Do you use an oh, online scheduler? 
No, you didn't have an answer. Uh, okay. Built into lever. So no, it's built into lever. So um, his lever is an ATS. Uh, I give people access to my diary to schedule phone interviews, uh, and then also to schedule their next round of interviews. Yeah, which uh, LinkedIn account? Which okay, it, it, you've got Lever. We got it. We're going to move a little faster. Which LinkedIn account no. do you use? Uh, just a premium. I was off LinkedIn for a little bit, um, but yeah, just a premium account. I don't like giving LinkedIn money that they don't deserve. So, some, who's in the background there talking? Who's talking in the back? Who is that, Jerry? Who is it, Jerry? Who's that? Who is it? It's Jerry. I don't know. Okay, here I'm, okay. I'm here, so I had to take a business call. Yeah, okay. I'm back. Right. What's the question? Okay. So, so, Unacceptable, okay, nothing, Jerry. Somebody was making noise. So you've never been an you've never been an agency recruiter, is that right? You've never been an no, agency I've been recruiter. No, 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 mate. I've, I've run three different agencies. I've worked at uh, okay. another three Did different agencies. Ever, I've uh, my first uh, seven uh, years. I have a question. I have a follow. Uh, no, I just Boy, the, the research there. you've done here, animal, is. Uh, Incredible. Oh, no, thanks, man. I mean, it really is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. This <laughs> is Listen. Did you ever keep the show going? Search my whole corporate experience. <laughs> yeah. D- did you ever? Did you ever do any business development? Yeah, man. How? How did I you get new customers? I was a BDM beast. Uh, How did you get new questions. customers? I started off. Initially, it started off with uh, you know, jumping on their database and seeing what they had there, uh, doing dodgy stuff like pulling people's referee details and uh, pitching them, uh, place candidates, people that I spoke to for references. I'd turn those into clients. Um, you know, that was the old cheeky, you know, listen, I know I've stolen your prized employee, but I've also got access to other people just as good, if not better. So do you want to use me? Um, and then when LinkedIn came around, it was a case of I was straight on. I was one of the first people in Sydney jumping on LinkedIn and using that from a BD perspective. I reckon I referred, you know, thousands of people in Sydney to LinkedIn. Um, so I was all over LinkedIn doing BD through that. So identifying people and just okay, picking up the phone. Okay, walk me through. Walk. Listen to this. Listen to me. Walk me through. Teach. Teach me in the next few minutes how to do great business development. Because obviously you moved on the inside. It's not something you wanted to do for the rest of your life. But teach me, because you sound like you think you were pretty good at it. Teach me how to do business development. I was a rock star at it, mate. Um, uh-huh. from a, I think um, I've got a very different approach. And you've got to think that the Aussie market's flooded with pommy recruiters. So a lot of English recruiters uh, here in Sydney. My in is that I was an Aussie recruiter. So I'd pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, John Smith. Hey, Don. I'm Mark. I'm calling from X recruitment company. And they're like, shit, you're an Aussie? What the hell? You're not a POM. No. Oh, awesome. So people, the doors were open straight away just being an Aussie because when I joined, there was way too many POMI recruiters. So I was using my amazing personality to get through the door and, you know, my (laughs) clients and my mates. So it was very relaxed. I think that'll freak a lot of people out, a lot of your listeners out, because you're a lot more formal. In, in the U.S., it seems like people are a lot more formal in terms of their approach. You know, it's, hi, Mr. Mr. Smith, how are you? Here, I pick up the phone, and it's like, hey, mate, it's Mark. This is why I'm calling. This is my objective. Um, and it was very straight out. 
um, you know, I, I'm very black and white in my communication style. So um, when I spoke to people, I had an in straight away. That sounds very basic, but there was no magic to it. It was, this is who I am. This is what I'm capable of. Let's have a chat about it. And I opened doors. Okay, so all I have to do, I listened to you for three or four minutes. All I have to do is call someone up and say, hey, I'm Australian. And, you know, the doors open wide. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, you've got a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of LinkedIn recommendations. Do you ask for them or do people just give them to you? Uh, it's been a mix of both. So uh, earlier on in the career, it was a case of need to plump it up because people are using LinkedIn and they'll probably look at it. Um, that was me asking. And then more recently, it's been a case of people just doing them. Uh, How do you ask? How do, you ask? How do you ask? Uh, either go to the person's desk and say, listen, I need you to write a, rec- a recommendation. <laughs> Can you write me a recommendation and start and look around? Yeah, cool, no worries. Or I'd have someone you know, that had asked me for one, and I'd say, cool, make sure you do the same. Um, but they're people that I've worked with, you know, so occasionally, and I was looking at my email the other day, I had, you know, 10 randoms that I've not done any work with asking me for recommendations. I'm like, Puh. Unfriend, see you later, right? So, um, yeah. Does anybody have a question? Anybody got a question for Mark Mansour? Anybody? Lots of people on the line. Anybody want to talk to him? Come on, don't be shy, guys. I got an answer for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, they don't. Let me just open another line. 513, it might be uh, Maureen. Okay, so uh, you want to talk about recruiting... Oh, you matter, eh? Okay, so you said you want to talk about recruiting process. Uh, What is that? What what do you want to talk about? Mate, again, I think this goes back to what I was talking about earlier when uh, we were talking about engineering, uh, the recruitment uh, framework. I think um, we need to be very agile in terms of of what our recruitment process is, and we need to adapt it for the types of roles we're looking for. Um, So, you know, we've got... In the past, I've recruited for roles that were, you know, outside of tech or different variables of tech. So in Sydney, as um, as it is in Silicon Valley, anything that's front-end dev focused, you need to be a whole heap more agile with. Um, you know, so breaking the process instead of having, you know, three interviews, like an interview phone screen to start with, a cultural interview, then have a tech interview, and then a manager up interview. I've I've compressed that all and had four people as a panel interview. I just turned the uh, recruitment process on its head. Let's get everyone in one room at one time. Let's identify um, if this person is, you know, ideal for us. So, you know, break it up. You can How big is your company, company Mark? Um, mate, I'm growing by, well, my, the target that's been set for my team in Sydney is 100 people by the end of the calendar year. Um, team in Melbourne's got half that amount, so we're looking to grow by 150 by December. So and what do you guys do? What, what is your consultant? What's your company service? What do you do? Data analytics, managed services, consumer insights, um, AI. Okay. So, so they're all working internally. They're not going out and consulting at on customer sites, are they, or are they? Some of them. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're on customer sites. Okay. So you're kind of a staffing firm. 
Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You sure. can say it. Listen, recruiters will interpret it that way, but it's not like, again, it's not the vision. It's a differentiator between Got us it. and others. So but your customer doesn't, really then doesn't have any say-so in whether you hire someone or not. Then you you make that no. decision internally and you just assign Well, the reputation of the business I work for is super positive in the market, and people know that when they get one of our engineers, they are second to none. Okay, so your so, customers don't say, hey, I met with that guy. I don't want him working over here. He's not qualified. No. That never happened. No. Okay, no. good. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jerry made the same mistake he claims I did. I read that, too. Hold and on I thought a eventually, I thought <laughs> well, Don't give me that, dude. Once yeah. he told me that there are consultancy providing data analytics services for customers, that led to my next question. Don't, yeah, don't said, put well, me in the same an basket of stupidity you, you started pretty, to show off in. <laughs> you said you're pretty much <laughs> no. an agency, and that's what that's what I thought, essentially the same thing. Look, here's a, a question, Mark, that, that uh, I win. Did, did Jerry, Jerry, well, this, Jerry says he wins hands down on this next question all the time, too. You think about it for a second while I do an ad. I'm going to give you the question. This is the gatekeeper challenge. Do you ever call people? at work by going through the front desk and then the receptionist says who are you and why are you calling what's the purpose of your call i'm going to do an ad you think about the answer <laughs> okay hey everybody recruiting animal here for hire tool h-i-r-e-t-u-a-l i keep telling you guys you guys no i don't i keep telling the guys over at hire tool that they don't need me, they don't need me, they don't need me, because everybody is screaming about HireTool, about how great it is, and they're doing it for free all over Facebook. Every single day, people are leaving comments. What are your top sourcing tools? HireTool, HireTool, HireTool. You hear it all the time. So I'm going to tell you what HireTool is, and then I'm going to ask our guest what his top sourcing tools are. I'm surprised Kathy didn't ask that question already. Okay. So what is Hire Tool? H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. It's a full, full service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes search strings for you. You don't have to know how to write search strings. It does it for you. Then it does a search across a whole pile of uh, famous websites, and maybe some obscure ones as well that I don't know about. But there's LinkedIn, Facebook, GitHub, you name it, okay? And then it gives you ranked results from top to bottom, the people who are closest to your spec and uh, on a declining basis. Then it guesses who might be ready to leave, and it tells you. And then it guesses what salary range the people are in, and it tells you, okay? And if you want to see a, a demo, just talk to Nin Tran. He's all over Facebook. He'll say, bring a, a hard search with you. You go to the demo. takes a half hour. He does the search there for you. It's fun. He doesn't pressure you. You get a really good idea of what Hire Tool does. Then you go on your way and, and think, hey, do I want to buy this or not? Lots of people are buying it. And it's really Is great. That same ad? Point. Sorry, Jerry. Is it going too long? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm spacing out here. I'm looking out the window. There's some uh, some kind of weird bird I haven't seen out there before. I think he's what? taking okay, more than fair share of seed. Too long. And then I'm, I'm like, sorry. getting back to this, I'm like, is this still that ad? Is it for higher school? <laughs> yeah. What okay. one was it? It's well, what tool. ad was yeah. that? Anyway. What? This is higher tool. 
But I, it's important. I want to say they have a free Chrome extension that really helps you find out people's contact info. We know oh, that. No, maybe Jerry. Okay, well, not everybody Who doesn't does know that, that by now, man? Okay, well, I got... I'm sorry. I, 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 oh, okay, no, I'll I tell you what, Jerry. Space no, out no, there. Jerry, I'm sorry. You, you, get in touch, you get in touch with Nintran after the show and tell him to stop advertising and I'll stop saying it, okay? All right. Sounds great. Let's do us all a favor okay. and just end all this in its entirety. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Mark Mansour, oh, are you still there? Yeah, man, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, okay, the, yeah. yeah with the, gate, the gatekeeper challenge. Do you ever call the you know, front desk of a company looking for somebody? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes okay. I do. From, if I'm doing it from a BD perspective, um, I will say it's a personal call, and if someone picks up the phone uh, and I have a chat and I say who I am, they will say they said it was a personal call. I said, no, 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 I said it was a call about personnel. Um, that's being super dodged. Um, when I'm calling candidates, it's personal phone call, and probably the best story I'll give you is many, many years ago, uh, headhunting people from Symantec uh, to place on site at, uh, where the hell was I, placing them, Veritas. Uh, I called the mail room. I said I was calling from Oracle uh, and was trying to invite them, or a specific manager's team, to an event. And over the course of the next uh, 24 hours, I basically stole eight of the team uh, of 14 uh, to join this other business. Wait a minute, so, wait a minute. Were you working at Oracle? Did I miss that or not? No, 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 no. I was working okay, at an agency. Okay, so look, you're bringing, we're bringing up a topic here that I think is controversial as <gasps> to whether you should be truthful or not truthful when you are sourcing. The receptionist, I'll say whatever I want. That's uh, that was my youthful mindset, right? I'm sorry, but, but I'm trying to get I'm trying to get paid, right? That was the mindset earlier on. It's, what do you, you tell know, the candidates? That may sound cocky. What do you tell the candidates? What do I, tell I the mean, candidates? if the gatekeeper is telling the candidates that someone from Oracle's on the line, no, what no, no, do you no, no, tell sorry, them? Sorry. You, sorry, you missed you missed what I said. To get for that role specifically for what I did there, I knew the manager for a specific team within Sun. I called the mail room, and I spoke to the mail room clerk, and I said, "I'm looking for the names of John Smith's team, so I can send out personalised invites." I'm calling from Oracle, and I then proceeded to get the name of every engineer in that team. To which I then called through the gatekeeper and I spoke to this person and I said, "Yeah, it's a personal call." Jerry, and how do you so feel about every- Jerry, how do you feel about that? I'm just curious. You know, that's that's kind of a little bit outdated here, but Australia is about eight to ten years behind us, as I understand socially. <laughs> oh, maybe that's still cool there, but we we've moved past that. <laughs> Jerry hasn't been here in twenty years. Fly, fly me down there and I'll and I'll clue you in. <laughs> we'll have some conversations for you, Jerry. Well, we'll, we'll have a couple of conversations. Sure. Can't I wait. did that at the beginning of my career, like 20 years ago, but I don't do it anymore. Um, I think we well, have to be more creative in in our in our forcing techniques in order to get to the person that we want, but not lie about yeah, it. Yeah, but here's my question. I have but a what, question. What's, what's why? the difference? What do, you, what do you care Go if ahead. someone thinks that you're lying? Like, honestly, if you're trying to get paid. 
right? I can understand if I'm I, I I hesitate doing it working internal, but if I'm running my own agency, I want to get hold of someone who I think is going to be ideal. I don't care if I'm lying to the receptionist. You may say that's unethical, but it's I'm trying to get paid. If I'm trying to put food on my table, I'm not losing sleep Amen. over lying to a receptionist. Sorry, yes, you know. Everyone tries to be so ethical and so, you know, right in terms of what I'm trying to get through to my target, right? <laughs> if you get caught out, that's a different... I just don't understand why we're so... We need to be ethical. Dude, look who you guys have in the U.S. as president. Jeez. You know, how can you... How can if your leader is a piece of crap? Yeah, our right? economy is kicking yeah, ass right now, brother. Here we go. Unemployment right? is at an all-time historic you know low what? for women I mean, and minorities. Uh, look, oh, Stock market is kicking ass. I'm just throwing out there stuff that may not have gotten overseas. Okay, the real fact. He's got no. He's got Uh. no business bringing the president into a conversation about Bruce. No problem. Hey, it's cool. Okay, I was just bringing him up to speed on how things are going over here. (laughs) Rock. I was saying it, man. Rock. I got a question for you. I have a question. You know what? Usually, if you say it's personal. I don't think that usually goes over with the uh, receptionist. You have to give a, a business reason for calling, say who you're calling. Also, you don't always know. Yeah. Uh, I don't think well, that I'm, works. I'm, call, I'm, I'm calling from her doctor's surgery. I'm just, you know, it's a personal call. I'm so, you, I, I, I don't understand. What, like, what does it mean? Honestly, I get calls. So I, where I am at the moment, I do numerous things that are outside the scope of what a recruitment manager should be doing. Sometimes I'm answering the phone. Actually, 90% of the times if someone's calling our office, I'll be the first person that answers the phone. And I get so many people calling through trying to speak with uh, my CEO or the partners of the business. And I'll ask, what's the call regarding? Where are you calling from? You know, I want to know these two these two things, and I know the majority of the agencies here in Sydney. And if it's from an agency, I'm like, well, you don't want to speak to them. You want to speak with me. Oh, oh, oh. You get people who are really rude to receptionists. And if I'm if I'm the person answering the phone and you're being a dick to me, sorry, mate, you're not going to be working with my company. Do you train your recruiters to approach the gatekeeper like that? Again, I use my mentality as someone who is more junior and hungry as an agency recruiter. I've, I like to think I've matured a fair bit since then. So I've been in recruitment for 13 years now, 14 years-ish, right? So I've been doing you this for a while. You should be more mature than that. You really should. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, Mom. Hey, there's a wait a second. There's a request from there's a re, there's a request. It looks like a request from CJM Recruiting. Please let him scream. Uh, hey, girl. Is that a, a something hey special girl! that you do? I got no idea, man. <laughs> so this CJM. I saw. I saw that. I saw it. But then I wanted an Aussie accent. Yeah. Hi, girl. Hey, girl. Is that is that what it was? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. What's the, I saw this question today on on Facebook. What's the best advice you were given ever by another recruiter? Uh, whoo! Probably from Stacey. Maybe you want to uh, think about that. Thing. You want to take a sec? You want to think about that while I do my next ad? Yeah. You think about that. Yeah, fine, guys. Okay. Okay. You know what? Okay, and this will be a, a short, nice and shorter one. Okay. 
Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal back again for PC Recruiter. You know, I've heard that you have to say things over and over again to get people to remember them. That's why I repeat myself, but I'm going to be brief, okay? I'm just going to review some of the main slogans I use all the time for PC Recruiter. Number one, big or tall, we fit them all. Big or small, we fit them all. You can be a solo recruiter or a big recruiting team at a giant corporation. It doesn't matter because PC Recruiter is good for everyone. And you know why? Number two, okay? PC Recruiter is configurable. That's my number two slogan. They let you decide what your recruiting software is going to look like. They don't force their workflow management ideas on you. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter believes in individuality and personal freedom. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter loves you. They love recruiters, and they want to help you. Yes, they do. So check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. Still awake, Jerry? Did that put you to sleep, too? You're right here, baby. PCRecruiter.net. Okay. Okay. What's the best advice you got? You know, did it come to mind? Remember that people are human, right? So the ability for yeah. us to influence people and actually change Man, their lives. Man, we need life. something else there. Right. I, I know, I know, but you know what? I, I think, the, again, depending on what you're recruiting and how you're recruiting, you treat people like human beings, you show them the respect that they deserve, it makes life a whole heap easier. And this comes back to, you know, the topic of candidate experience, right? We, what I've seen in recruitment in my time here in the Aussie market, through APAC markets, um, I've just seen that there's a lot of there's a big failure on behalf of recruiters to actually treat people with the respect that they deserve. I know, I'll give you an example, a personal example. Um, last year, I was out of work for a period of just under three months. During that period of time, I hit up my personal network. I had probably about five or six different versions of my CV. I'd applied to numerous positions. I'd probably say I'd apply for about over 100 roles in Sydney. And uh, I had less than 10% with an automail responder acknowledging that my application had been received. I'd sent messages to people on LinkedIn who were first-degree connections, right, and received zero response. Now, that is shit. That is crap from a connection, from a mutual connection to occur. But if it's happening to someone in the recruitment space and I'm a first-degree connection, can you imagine what's happening to people with second- and third-degree connections? Right? We're not doing a good enough job. It should be better. We can do better. Right? So uh, that's, uh, that, that may sound so like me getting on my speech. high horse. But so, so wait a sec. That long speech just says let people know that you received their resume. That's like if you want to condense it to one line, that's what you're saying. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Your animal, it's so much more than that though. Right? How many people are you say like I look at some of the recruiters I know in the States and you know, it, it really is a numbers game and you treat it like a numbers game, but you see all the lovely creative things that people are doing and they're moving away from their one oh ones. You see people who are solely advertising roles on Instagram or they're putting things on Pinterest, or they're trying to come up with the most creative way to source talent, <laughs> but they're forgetting their 101s, right? How, how do you identify right? the candidates that you're targeting? So as a sourcer, what are some of the tools that you use other than LinkedIn? Um, GitHub is probably one of my favorites. Um, Stack Overflow a little bit. 
So I'll jump onto colleagues' accounts uh, and have a look through there, look at who's posting decent stuff. Um, Slack, I'm a big fan of Slack, and Facebook. Facebook's cool. And then I, what I tend to do is cross-reference stuff uh, back to LinkedIn. So if I'm seeing someone who's posting a lot of content on Facebook groups, um, I'll cross-reference their profile to LinkedIn or their names to LinkedIn to make sure I've got the right person. Um, I'll use different tools, uh, connect down, I think, um, I, I tend to use, I'll use HireTool if I can, to identify uh, email addresses or if I try to find other websites that they own and they administer, I'll send messages through there. Um, and if I don't get any response through those, I'll pick up the phone and call them at the office. You know, your phone's your best friend, but I'm not one of those people who just sends an email and that's it. You know, yeah, you've got to be a company, like you've got to be consistent. I'm sorry. It's, uh, you, know, you can be creative and identify someone's personal or work email, but you're going to get an answer as quicker than, uh, quicker than anything else by picking up the phone. Okay. Kathy, are you happy no with comments that? No comments. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm actually yeah. surprised that he, that he gave uh, specifics. And I sort of took umbrage with his remarks about American recruiters because I think that he's doing exactly what we don't want to do. Oh, no, in terms he's doing what we want to do. I like what he does. Okay? I like what he said. I like do what you he said. Call so, people so hold on. Say, Animal, do you call yeah. people and say you're from Oracle and you have a job for them or, or a conference? No, no I don't have the guts. I don't, I don't have the guts. <laughs> no, I mean, really. Okay. Hey, uh, do you? Do uh, well, I got to go back to the interview when you're when you're making your candidate feel comfortable. So, how much? How many minutes do you spend in chit chat about uh, his or her personal life? I think Five, it depends 10, on. Uh, I think it depends on the person and where they're coming from. If it's you know a high value prospect, um, if I'm poaching them from a you know the likes of an Atlassian or a Canva. Um, now, Alaska may not be a big deal to you guys, but in Australia, that's, you know, huge news. Um, Canva, the same thing. You know, if you're able to poach talent from there, you want to make sure that you're giving those people uh, a lot of extra love. Um, so places where I want to headhunt talent from, I give that little bit of extra love to them. And I'll spend 15, 20 minutes having a chat to them, right? Again, 20 about- minutes. Hold on. Wait, 20 minutes in the preliminary uh, personal chat and then you get to the uh when career I stuff them, yeah yeah no yeah, yeah when i so i spend probably half an hour on the phone with them uh before meeting the individual in that half an hour yeah. i've got a pretty good idea whether or not they're going to be a culture fit or not um so i'll ask maybe one or two um behavioral type questions about stuff that are, are a little ambiguous um but i want to know more about them and i want to like, you know i'm selling the company if they're high value okay. prospects, how do you determine? Do, oh, you wait know? a sec. How do you determine? How do you determine that the person's a cultural fit? Can you be a little specific and say, "This is my company culture. This is the questions I ask, and this is the answers I, I'm looking to hear or, or, or not hear." Can you be sort of concrete? So, uh, and yeah, if you can, I'll, I'll that's try. okay. Nobody. Really I, is let good me at try. That. Let me try. So, I, I work for a business that fosters. Um, sorry, I work for a business that values people who value their own education. 
and that are seeking enlightenment from a technology uh, from a technology standpoint. Now, if I'm speaking to people who are trying to break things and then fix them, if I'm speaking to people who've got an engineering mindset um, and are trying to build a Tesla generator in their own time, right? If I'm speaking to people who are building okay. their How own How do you get that information? How, what are the questions you ask? What are the questions you ask to get that information? Well, How do you get it? Primarily, it's what are, you doing, what are you doing in your own time? What do you do when you're not at work? That is, that is the easiest icebreaker, and you can plot and probe. Okay. Right. So, but you're, you're, you're looking work? actually. You're looking. You're you're looking for technical their technical life outside of their technical life at work. You don't want to know like they're you know member of the church choir or uh, they belong to a book club or they you know they're doing well, their family oh, tree. So so there's how do you better yourself outside of work, right? What okay, that's a different question. That's a different question. All right, we're, we're touching upon it. Come on, mate. It's still it's four fifty one a.m. Usually, I'm bloody I'm dead to the world, right? <laughs> um, so I ask those questions, and then the other one is, what are you passionate about, right? What, where, where, you know, what are you most passionate about? Make make me passionate about it. Because if you said to me, Mark, what are you passionate about? I could talk to you about my dogs. I could talk to you about you know social justice. I could talk to you about recruitment till the bloody cows come home, right? I could talk to you about cooking. I could talk to you about restaurants. I could talk this, and you'll get excited, and you want to come and dine with me. You want to come and drink wine with me. You want to come and play with my dogs, right? You can convey that passion. But if you can't do it, if you're not passionate uh, yeah, about it, I might not, like not want to hire you. I might not want to hire you for a programming job, okay? I have to do my final ad. Hold on one sec. Hey, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T. It's the phone interview technology. Jerry, you can time me. Tell me if I'm going on too long. Look, hey, here's go. what happens. The, wait a minute, wait a minute, the wait a minute. candidate. Hold on a second. I will time you. Okay, I'm holding. How much time does this guy get here? How much is this ad for? You two are like an old married couple. 15 seconds. Clock, clock. Can you give we'll me a second to go? Okay, start, go, go. Okay, hi, everybody. The candidate and the recruiter, they dial into the interview just like they would ordinarily. They have their regular interview, only listen to this. It's recorded, so you have an audio recording, and then it's automatically turned into a transcript so you can read it and search it for keywords so you don't have to worry about taking notes or forgetting some detail. Also, you can share the information with a bunch of people. They don't all have to interview the candidate and ask her the same questions over and over again. And look, when you've got a question that you know is really important, you press a button when you ask it, and then you press a button when you finish talking about it, and that creates a clip that you can pass on to the hiring manager. And the good thing about that is that the recruiter can ask technical questions. He doesn't really understand, but he can pass the answer on to someone who does. So check it out at Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Nick Livingston is the guy there. Nick, are you on the line? Do you want to add anything that I forgot? Three, two, one, no. Okay, Jerry, I'm done. That was a minute there. four. Pretty good. 64 really? seconds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now okay. you know. So where we're... Where were we? Okay, you're asking these people. Okay, these we're to the last part. Okay, do you sit in on interviews? Do you sit in with the hiring yep. managers? Yes. All the time? All the time? Um, 
No, not, not all the time. I So, obviously, coming into a new business, I've been in this role for six months. Um, I sat in early on to understand how people interview um, and what their styles were. We've gone through somewhat of an interview standardization process. We've widened uh, or increased the amount of people who are able to run technical interviews. Uh, but we've also introduced tech testing. So we're using HackerRank now as a frontline testing tool. So you know, we've, by using HackerRank and with our ATS, we've now reduced our initial time frame of engaging with people from something like seven days down to you know, 24 hours. So within 24 hours of someone applying, we tend to have given them feedback, acknowledge their um, acknowledge that we've received their CV and people will generally have a response in that first three days or within 24 hours when we send out a test, we've got a response. We've had someone who's completed our preliminary baseline skill set assessment um, and we know... Uh, so you're you know, very... Enthusiastic right you're, you're, hold on a sec. You, so Hacker Rank sounds like it's transformed your process. Is that right? It's helped speed our process. So yes, okay. you can call that transformation, but it's streamlined it because okay. it used to so be paper-based what, exams that would be done in person, which was just... Okay. I, I don't understand you, the person doing that. Okay. Did you have to train... Your hiring managers were they doing you know silly things in interviews or you know you know saying look I need no. this guy right away I need this person and then when you have candidates they stall on the interviews were they doing that did you have to teach them the right way no. to do things? No, okay. I think um, where business where business its growth has been uh, limited due to the ability to identify uh, a wider like the, the top five percent of people, right? So that's what they're trying to attract um, because they're a consultancy and we look for people who've got a wide breadth of experience. Okay, I got one more question. So, I got a burning question. I got a burning question and then we've got to gotta go. Okay, what about, about emails? <laughs> okay, sometimes <laughs> – thanks. It's your funniest <laughs> joke today. Okay, what about – you know, you can come back again, but I don't know if you want to get up at 4 in the morning, so I have to ask you this question. Sometimes – you send emails to people, right? To you just told us before yep. to the first contact. Sometimes is going to be email. What do you put in the subject line? Um, again, depends on what it's about. If I'm, are you saying if I'm trying to headhunt someone, I'm trying to source them, or yeah, yeah, or, you're trying I, to recruit them. You source, yeah. you source the person already, and you want to recruit them. What do you? What's in the subject line? Flaming hot uh, Cheetos or what? No, no. Sometimes I'll just say survey and want to chat to you, right? Um, or you know, you got a sec for a chat, right? It depends on it depends on the individual and the 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 method of uh, you know how I've identified who they are. If I found someone uh, on Facebook, I'm just sending them a message because I don't need to title it. If I'm like, I very rarely send emails. I hate sending emails, right? Um, okay, but like, you told I, us I you, get, like you you told us. You told us you get contact information from Hire Tool. That's going to be an email. So there's got to be a, a subject line, and it's are you free for a chat or Servian, which is your company, wants to speak to you. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes, whoever's, short answer. whoever's talking in the background, just hold, we're almost done. Hold the, hold your conversation off for a minute out of respect. Yeah, for this show show some please. respect to the guy from down under. Come on. Yeah. Okay, and how much research do you do on the candidate? Do you try to find out what 
food he likes to eat and, you know, stuff about no. him. So do you read through all the whatever you can see on Facebook and, and chat about it in the initial email, or do you leave that for later? I uh, leave it for later, generally. Okay. You know, I want to build yeah, a I mean, with so the person. You, I don't want to you, seem like I'm stalking. I can. Okay. You, like, I've done that yeah, in the past, spend, but you can look. Yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah I've done that so in the past, but you don't want to look like a full stalker. Okay. Anything else you want to say, Mark Mansour, M-A-N-S-O-U-R? Which is Mark Mansour, zero one. Mate, we haven't talked about anything, like any of the creative stuff, but I, I think whilst we're being well, I told you before, creative I and innovative... before you come Listen, on. Wait a stop second. It. I said stop it, Animal. Stop playing the blame game, mate. I would just use this as a segue to get me back on in the next couple of months. All right, buddy? You come on um, whenever you want. I mean, <laughs> come on whenever you want. Oh, and no you, other buddy's well. mental enough to get up at four in the morning from Australia and come on the show. <laughs> I'm a special My case, man. I'm a special case. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.